Hello, Substackers. Happy Friday. I'm happy to report that it's a beautiful, beautiful Friday evening here in Chickamauga, Georgia. It's almost too pretty outside. Y'all know I'm out in the park. Otherwise, how on earth could I possibly communicate with y'all? But it's one of those days that the weather is so good that I get suspicious. You know what I mean? Because in the South, we know, especially during the summertime, it can't just be really good weather. It's got to be either insanely hot or just pouring down rain. And whenever there is a day with good weather, my alarm immediately goes off and is like, woo, woo, tornado's coming. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm once bitten, twice shy. Actually, several times bitten, several times shy on tornadoes. Uh, we be getting them here. We're not, um, you know, we ain't Oklahoma and Texas or nothing. But where I'm from... We, uh, we do be getting them, and it's really wild, like, I, I, I you know, I, I've said a, a bunch that I'm not a religious man, but there is part of me that believes in some sort of a higher power, and like, if there is a higher power, it seems like he really does favor my teeny tiny town of Chickamauga, because there have been so many tornadoes that came through our general area that just completely bypassed us and hit the neighboring towns. Now, you know, obviously one of my biggest issues with God is, uh, and people thinking like, oh, God blessed us so much, is that like, hey, a God, could you pick a way to bless people without it resulting in another town getting devastated by a tornado? But it really is wild, like how many times it's happened and it just kind of skirts around us. So anyways, hoping that's not, hoping that don't happen tomorrow now that I've chose Stradamus to put it out in the world. It's Friday, so Pastor Corey is getting ready for his Sunday sermon. I think we're going to have to change. First off, I think we're going to have to change. It, it, that's not Pastor Corey. I don't know why I ever called him Pastor Corey. That's clearly not me. You know what I mean? I don't know why. Um, where was I? I? I lost my train of thought. I had to stop recording because I came upon a very nice gentleman who was out here in the woods uh taking pictures and i didn't want to disturb him as i've told y'all i try to go at the times and in the places when there's not a lot of people but he was out. <laughs> it's actually just reminded me of something i talked about on a previous park rent he was an older dude and uh you know he had a camera in his hand and so i guess i'm getting to the age now where i'm pretty good at the old man small talk too you know i like to think that i'm doing it ironically and i think maybe that's what like dudes in their mid-30s they start ironically acting like older dudes and that's just how we become them you know because i walked by him and i wanted to say something especially so he wouldn't think i was crazy for like rambling on my phone i was just like oh hey i was like good day for taking pictures huh and of course in perfect old man fashion he goes yeah it's a good day to be recovering from double hernia surgery because <laughs> dude it's my favorite thing about old people if they got a health issue you about to hear about it baby anyways where was i oh yeah pastor Corey. we'll have to give him a different name because i don't know why i have created i went out and created a character a very layered you know might not be your favorite but a very layered unique character and gave him my own damn name that ain't right I'm supposed to get lost in this some bitch, and I can't do that if his name's Corey. So we're gonna have to have an, another name for Pastor Corey sermons, but they will remain an every Sunday feature here at parttimefunnyman.com, aka this Substack. 
I also, we're going to have to change that part-time funny man dot com bullshit too i thought i was being so clever when i named it that because i was like yeah people will know it part-time funny man full-time dad well a lot of people do not know that and i get more questions about what what do you mean part-time it seems like you work like 80 hours a week and i was like yeah i guess that was stupid on my behalf y'all gonna understand about how my brain works uh if i get an idea I'm, i'm super manic also got add also got depression anxiety all that and when I get an idea that sounds good for two seconds, I'm like, yes, this is it. And I, I go buy domains. I do all this shit. I commit to it. And then once I finally sobered up, and I don't mean that I was drunk. I just mean you sober up from your mania. I'm like, man, I really should have thought about that. That's stupid. <laughs> Either way, I'm glad y'all here. That ain't what I wanted to talk about today. Uh, but j- j- did just want to let y'all know that the Sunday sermon, of course, will be coming. I will be delivering a message Perhaps not on social media this time. Uh, Definitely not about an actual problem in the world. I can tell you that. Pastor whoever (laughs) is going to stick clear of those, I guess. Although, you know, I will say, not being a doo-doo head in the comment section, that probably is a real-world problem, you know, when it boils down to it. But, okay, I'm digressing so much. What I wanted to talk to you all about today uh, is movies, kind of. Or the fact that I want to see if y'all are as nostalgic as me for certain things. I So me and my son, we have, I think it's going on three weeks now, I've been stay-at-home dad while Amber's at school, literally loving every minute more than the last. I'm certain that there will be people firing off in the comments like, oh, well, you know, wait till blah, blah, blah. And, dude, I know that you're right. I know that you're right. I don't think that I'm different or special. But right now we're in the honeymoon phase and I'm loving it so much and I don't want it to go away. And so we've been watching a lot of movies. Um, I've been trying to get some work done while he's, you know, if he's sleeping, I can kind of get some work done. But now that he's awake, when he's awake, he's trying to like talk and stuff and he's a lot more energetic. So I'm just like, yo, I'm going to be there for that. You know what I mean? It's time to play. I don't know when they first start creating memories, but I assume that like their subconscious is already rolling so like you know we want him to always feel as if he was loved and paid attention to you know what i'm saying there's not a lot of kids get that and uh we want that to be the case but but we've been i've been throwing on just movies because he he's be like watching the screen and stuff and it's just having noise on makes it feel like there's somebody else in the house and my wife is like all about showing him miss rachel and bluey and shit and don't get me wrong those things are fine but i keep telling my wife i'm like hey he's five months old he'll watch anything right now you ain't gotta go ahead and punish yourself you know what i'm saying like one day he'll be asking for this and it's all he'll want to see and then you gotta watch but right now we ain't gotta do this and it's almost like my wife and i love her so much and this is part of the reason i love her she's a very by the book person it's like this what parents are supposed to do they're supposed to watch you know miss rachel so that's what she's going to do because she don't want to make any mistakes and i'm not that way i'm like no he will like the sopranos and he does like <laughs> he does like the sopranos but we've been watching movies and uh, i've been on a real old movie kick as of late probably related to putting on airs because i've been studying the mgm era and one specific genre of movies me and bane have been watching recently is westerns more specifically john wayne westerns um for a couple reasons number one 
I had seen a lot of John Wayne movies when I was a kid only because they were on in the background when I was with my dad or my godfather slash Uncle Robbie. He's a huge John Wayne fan. There was some in the background, but I don't know that I ever really paid attention. And you know when you're a kid, you, you really, you can tell something's old and you're like, boo, I don't want that. No old, I want new, I want now, I want Rugrats, whatever. And another reason is because I've done my studying up on John Wayne, interesting character from uh, history. My dad's a huge fan, and um, I've done my studying up on John Wayne as a person, and we don't have to get into this now. I assume that I will do an episode on one of the many thousand podcasts I do about how big of a piece of shit John Wayne was, because he definitely was that. Um... But I think so. I think because of I know all about John Wayne's like personal life and how kind of just god awful of a person he was, I was kind of like, let me go watch these movies and hate watch them so I could be like, man, he ain't even a good actor. This dude sucks. Well, here's the deal I really like John Wayne movies, <laughs> okay? I really, really, turns out that I do. Uh, now, anybody familiar with me, and I know that we've all talked about it on here, I am very, very good at. Uh, separating the art from the artist I believe you just have to now I'm not saying you know I'm gonna go buy a Chris Brown tape that's not what I'm saying you, you know what you understand what I'm saying like there's a difference in in supporting and in, in continuing to support people who are awful in my opinion and watching old shit from a dead person like what's John Wayne got to gain off that you know what I mean and I can be hypocritical on both but my point is is that someone someone being shitty in real life I usually can be like yeah well I still like that movie I don't know what to tell you and with John Wayne uh, yeah I'm digging him is he the best actor ever no not really he sort of does play the same guy in every movie that's for sure Uh, except in in True Grit man he does a really good job as Rooster Cogburn and there's some nuance there but I'm just super super enjoying him and I love And I think that I'm into old movies right now just because we are so far removed from the types of movies that I saw when I was a kid. I know John Wayne movies are a lot older than the types of movies I saw when I was a kid, but I just mean like even the structure, the the way that movies were set up. Like movies that it's like, by God, this is a movie. We're not trying to, we're not trying to trick you into thinking this is anything other than a goddamn three-act cash grab movie. We got movie stars. They're beautiful. We've got a set. This is a show, goddammit. We're not doing anything experimental. We're not doing anything avant-garde. And I'm not saying I'm against avant-garde shit or experimental stuff. I'm not. But, like, sometimes you just want to watch a movie. You know what I mean? And it seems like for the past several years, the only two types of movies that we've got are comic book movies, which y'all know I love. Y'all know I love them. I am getting tired of them, but that ain't comic book movies' fault. You know what I mean? If I was president of comic book movies and they kept asking me to make them for bazillions of dollars, I'd go, one more comic book movie coming up, baby. But, like, you know, there's a little bit of fatigue going on. And it would be different if otherwise movies still looked the same as they did when I was a kid, but they don't. It's either a Marvel movie or it's pure Oscar bait you know we don't care if people like it 
it means something and it says something. And again, I'm not saying I don't like those movies. There have been several, like, I try my best to watch the Oscar winner every year. I don't always agree with it, <laughs> you know. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I'm like, yeah, no shit, that's uh, easily that, you know. Best actor, I usually agree with that. I, one big, uh, I didn't agree with Best Supporting Actor, that was in 90, 1993. Can't remember who won it, but it should have been fucking Val Kilmer for Tombstone. I'll go to my death saying that. But like, and, it, and this too is, is like so hypocritical because like, I'm also like down with the big corporations trying to hold down the little man. I'm totally all about that. But like, man, I do miss the big studios. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the four or five big studios that were battling it out every year to see who could get the best movie. I miss the introductions. Probably the most famous one is, you know, the MGM lion, the <laughs> Lord, I can't do a lion, that guy. Uh, then you had Fox, that shit. Then I can't remember what. Oh, you got Castle Rock. Castle Rock, that was a good one. Which, by the way, I just found out the other day that Castle Rock uh, was indeed named after the fictitious main town that Stephen uh, that Stephen King writes about. I never knew if it was. Uh, I didn't know if it was the reverse. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Castle Rock made one of Stephen King's movies into a thing, and then he's like, I'm gonna, you know, name one of my towns Castle Rock, because I've only just started to read uh, Stephen King books. Loving them, by the way. I blazed through Rita Hayworth and The Shawshank Redemption in record time. That's one of the quickest I've ever read a book. I read it in two sittings, uh, and that's only because one of the sittings, unfortunately, had to be brief. It is a breeze to read. And you know what? That's off topic a little bit, but we're talking about old movies here. Uh, so I would like to discuss the fact that I think that's the only example. And for the record, let me preface this by saying Stephen King is the man, and I love the book. Love the book. But the movie kicks way more ass. Normally, I don't be saying that. Like, dude... I watched all the Harry Potter movies before I ever read a Harry Potter book, and I love the Harry Potter movies. They're great. Y'all know I'm a child, but but since then, I've read all the Harry Potter books, and now when I go back and watch a Harry Potter movie, I'm not saying I hate it, the movies, but like dog, the books dog walk them movies. I mean, dog walk them, which is like, you know, kind of why I'm a little pumped for the series because, you know, me and Trey had been talking about it. It's like, yo, you know, Prisoner of Azkaban was my favorite book. It was also my favorite movie, but there's so much shit that they left out. And I was like, well, you can't be mad at them because, like, you can't make a kid's movie that's five and a half hours long, and in order for them to get everything from the book on the screen, it would have to be at least five and a half hours long. Then I was like, oh, my God, well, dude, if they're, if they're tr- going to treat the series like each season is a book, dude, that might rock. <laughs> that might rock really really hard so i know a lot of people are like why would they do a series they already did the movies and the movies were great well dude if you've actually read the book i think you would know why they need to do a series but anyways read hayworth and the shawshank redemption great book but that movie and that's the type of shit that i'm talking about them types of movies were like that's the now you obviously you can't compare shawshank redemption to nothing because like it is both semi-oscar bait 
obviously, you know, all the critics are going to love it, but also a box office smash. You know, every now and then, something comes along, and it's just like, dude, that is a can't miss from all sides. Like, it, it doesn't happen in comedy a lot, but, you know, like something like Tropic Thunder. I mean, absolute home run, dude. The critics loved it. Uh, I think Downey got nominated for an Oscar or something, which, like, never happens with comedians, which is bullshit. Like, dude, <laughs> Eddie Murphy should have been nominated for every single goddamn Nutty Professor movie. Like, the talent that it took to pull all that off and how hilarious it was. But, like, in the in uh, Shawshank Redemption, dog, like, you know, Brooks in the book, spoiler for any of y'all that are going to read it, but Brooks is only in that book for like one page you know what I mean I, only in that book for like one page it's like it's wild like that a movie because like I said usually the movie takes shit out of the book which makes people that read the book not like it but Shawshank Redemption actually had to add a bunch of shit and every single thing that they added absolute dynamite absolute dynamite crushed it and Shawshank was a part of that like year in the 90s where like I mean, it was just one after another. Hit, 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 hit. I think Forrest Gump came out that year. All these movies that were like, you know, big blockbusters, but they were also all so different and from different genres. And like, you know, you got Forrest Gump, which is, well, I mean, how how do you even describe that movie? I mean, it's a, it's a coming-of-age comedy, I guess you would say. It's a coming-of-age comedy journey movie. Shawshank, obviously, a prison break movie. Around the same time, you've got Tombstone, you've got a Western you got Dumb and Dumber coming out around the same time. That's a travel comedy, which, by the way, Jeff Daniels and Jim Carrey both ought to have been nominated for an Oscar for that movie. Just different genres. And it feels like now the only genres are comic book movies and now, I guess, insane super action movies like The Extractions or whatever or, again, avant-garde shit that ain't nobody ever going to see or care about. And by the way, I love all of it. I love extraction, dude. I love action movies. It's just like every year there used to be like such a variety of different movies that came out. And like you could pick and choose and it's like what mood am I in? Dude, the romantic comedy is dead, bro. And like, you know, I've been called several names for my opinion on this. But like I love romantic comedies so much and I don't just mean the classics baby of course I do love the classics like when Harry Met Sally one of the greatest movies of all time you've got mail oh my god love it so much anytime Hanks and uh and Meg Ryan get together I'm there same with Clooney and Sandra Bullock or whatever like rom-coms used to run the world and that was like good it was like and, and I know that you know we, we're supposed to be like all screw gender norms or whatever but like it's nice to have a genre of movies that were good that you know you're gonna make your woman happy <laughs> if you got a woman like me. You know what I mean? And like the dudes just had to pretend like they didn't like it, but we liked it. I got shit on my opinion before about, like I love the How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. I love Failure to Launch. I love them, dude. Anything with McConaughey in it, I'm in. I love those movies, but like those are only ever really coming out on like Netflix anymore to zero fanfare and a lot of them have been dog shit and it's almost like they're just putting something out to be like hey remember this we're doing it again but we didn't really even try <laughs> we just thought this is different 
because it's the same and you'll like it because you're all dumbasses. There have been some good war movies in the past 10 years, I will say that. I don't think we've ever had a drought of kick-ass war movies. And you know, I talked about this on a previous park rant that like, actually I think the, the good pastor uh, prayed to God for it was that possibly Barbie would be, Barbie and Oppenheimer's success would bring us back. Uh, they would be like the Anakin Skywalker bringing balance back to the force. Did I mention on the opening, the opening title crawls of the studios, was it Columbia that had the lady with the fire torch? I was always partial to her. She reminded me of my mama. I'm a big fan of that lady. But I just miss it, dog. And I love streaming. I do. I love the convenience. And I know that after the pandemic, we ain't never going to get back to how it was. And in so many ways, that is totally fine. And I understand. But like, man, you remember when you used to go and it was full? And I don't just mean for a Marvel movie. I mean, like, you know, opening night of some shit on Friday, date night, like, you know, some Clooney joint. It was just sold out, and you got your junior mints, you got your popcorn, like, ah, that was so rad. I miss, I miss the movies. And I think when I watch these old movies, you know, I'm nostalgic for a time that I didn't even live in, but the general concept of it is still true. These were like... These were the movies that inspired the movies that I loved. The, the John Wayne movies, the, the Humphrey Bogart movies, these were the movies that the people who directed and wrote the movies of my childhood watched and were inspired by, so you can still see a little bit of it in there. You know what I'm, Am I making sense? I hope I'm making sense. Lord, I, I'm, I know I have scattered all over the place, but y'all know how I get. Y'all know how I get. Lord, I'm going to mess around and have to do a whole other podcast just on movies. Like I ain't, like I got all the damn time in the world. <laughs> oh, y'all, I need some help. I need professional help. I really do. I mean, I've gotten it and I'm doing better, but I spend way too much time thinking about, <laughs> thinking about this shit and screaming at y'all. I can't be treating y'all like a, a couch in a therapist's office. All right, prompt question. I like to end these with a prompt question because I like to get a discussion going because I like to talk to y'all and figure stuff out. What in y'all's opinion okay you know what tell me a couple things a what's your favorite movie of all time b what's your favorite movie that's come out in the past five or ten years that's not a comic book movie that's not a comic book movie by the way if you want to in parentheses tell me what your favorite comic book movie is i'm cool with that too but i think we should all mention like what's oh yo past five ten years this is the best movie because we all might see them and, and be like holy shit i never i never heard of that movie and then we could all watch one you know what i mean that'd be dope who well <laughs> all right uh one day i'm gonna make sense to y'all i promise i love y'all y'all have a wonderful weekend and the right pastor who is to be named later will see you on sunday and then you will also uh, I'll, I'll be seeing you the next week with some other cool stuff as per usual. Thank y'all for pre-ordering my book. Thank y'all for listening to Putting On Airs. Thank y'all for listening to Well Read. Thank y'all for everything you do for me and my family. And I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.